praise the name of Jesus. There is no other name above that name. I give all the glory and all the honor to Jesus Christ. I always say, as your neighborhood preacher, what a wonderful day to be alive. Uh, There's been so many times that God has saved me from myself. So I just am so on fire for God. Uh, There's no better decision than you can make than laying down your entire life for Jesus Christ uh, in the struggle and the pain and the suffering for the glory of God for the gospel of Jesus Christ, for Jesus himself, there is just absolutely nothing on this earth that can take the place of Jesus. So I praise you, God, for restoring my life. I praise you, Lord, for restoring the lives of those that that are watching, those that will be listening, and those that will be watching and listening later. God bless all of you. Uh, Even those that will watch the message later on so uh, other people can't see. I still love you too. (laughs) God bless you. Uh, Listen, Valor Ministries is inviting you this Sunday, August 15th at 10 a.m. to connect with us here in our home. It's going to be a wonderful time of uh, building relationships, igniting faith, most importantly, and, uh, and joining together in the work of God. Uh, also, uh, just receiving uh, the vision that God has given to us. And as it continues to unfold, it's uh, really going to be amazing, exciting. And I believe it's going to impact not only um, our life, but your life as well. Because that's what the believer is supposed to do. It's supposed to ignite faith in each other. It's supposed to build relationships, and it's supposed to impact each other's lives, encouraging one another, sharpening one another, and definitely, definitely stirring up our faith and walk with God. So listen, that's what we desire to do. It's going to be a wonderful Sunday. Uh, You are invited, and uh, you need any more uh, information, listen, you know how to get in touch with us. So uh, we just really want to encourage uh, you to do that. And uh, what a privilege it is. Uh, I, before I get started here, I have a big thank you to uh, my spiritual parents, uh, Armando and Leticia Rodriguez. I love you with all my heart. It is only because of them and it's because of them that I was developed and, and my wife, we were developed into the things of God. And I just want to say thank you so much because you didn't leave us in a chair. You believed in the gift of God on our life and you helped activate the gift of God on our life. And that's what we desire to do in Valor Ministries. That's what we desire to do at TGMA.2021. Give them a follow. Listen, our desire is to activate the gifts of God on your life so that they won't be sitting in a pew on a Sunday, but they would be activated. They would be of use for the kingdom of God. And listen, I understand it's riveting. Sometimes it's challenging. 
I did not speak to people the way that you see me speak. And it's because of my spiritual parents that helped me develop that gift. Listen, I did not know God's word until my spiritual parents taught me about training myself in the word of God. I did not know how to do uh, the ministry of helps and the other things that I don't want to sit and rattle on about me, but the other things that I've been trained to do in the things of God until somebody helped develop that in me through the spirit of Christ. So that's what we desire to do. Give TGMA uh, dot 2021 a follow, especially uh, if you want to develop and learn how to develop the, the gifts of God that, uh, that he has given you. Uh, also uh, TGMA, uh, dot 2021 uh you can be a part of the mission field without going physically to the mission field um this ministry is the missions and not only that it's helping equip leaders and upcoming leaders and ministers uh to be better equipped and to to uh strengthen the gift that god has given them so give them a good follow not only that you can participate in the mission field without going to the missions, helping uh, the nations as uh, 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 Armando and Leticia Rodriguez do that. So I just wanted to encourage you. I wanted to throw that out there. I am very, very grateful. Uh, I know that I would not be in the place that I'm at right now if I was not able uh, to have them in my life and if I was not able to be trained uh, uh, through the training of a soldier and warrior and and slave to Christ as they have exemplified. So I just wanted to mention that. Uh, but listen, speaking of missions, I got a word for you. And unfortunately, as I've been in prayer, unfortunately, I don't say that in a negative way, but I have not been allowed by the Spirit of God to speak about anything other than what I'm going to speak to you about. It's not my fault. It's not a problem. I desire to be in the will of God. And if you're hearing me repeat something, I want you to know that it's not your neighborhood preacher just repeating it. It might be the Spirit of God and the Word of God being repetitive to you. A lot of times we want signs and we want confirmations. And I really truly believe that the believer gets these signs and these confirmations over and over and over, many times we're just not listening. So speaking about the mission field, some people would turn me off right away. Uh, some people that might listen later on and hear my whole introduction. As soon as I start talking about the mission field, they might turn it down, turn it off or go somewhere else uh, on YouTube, find somebody else to listen to. I get it. But here's God's word for you. In Matthew chapter 28, we read, and I'll read it for you, verses 11 through 19. He says, Now while they were going, behold, some, this is after Christ was crucified. Some of the guard came into the city and reported to the chief priests that all things, uh, all the things that had happened when they were assembled with the elders and 
consulted together, they gave a large sum of money to the soldiers saying, tell them, tell the people, his disciples came at night and stole him away while he slept. See, because Jesus now was no longer found in the tomb. So the elders, the Pharisees, they, they wanted to cover this up because God forbid that Jesus could have been right, that he could have been the Messiah. So now they're paying off the guards not to speak of this. And if they do speak of it, tell them that his disciples came and stole the body of Jesus. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will appease him and make you secure. So they took the money and did as they were instructed. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. They tried to lie about the truth and the witness and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And this story is most likely being told today. The big cover-up. Look at verse 16 of Matthew chapter 28. It says, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, saw who? When they saw Jesus, they worshipped him and some doubted. Your bets, good morning. Good morning, all of you that have joined me. I'm trying to wave at you. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. God bless you. So after the resurrection, they see Jesus in Matthew chapter 28, verses 11 through 20, I believe here. And it says that when they seen him, some worshiped and some doubted. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you somewhere. Stay with me. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make some food. Go, therefore, and make some breakfast. Wait, I'm sorry. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the name of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe some things that I have spoken. Mm -mm. All things, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. Hmm. Wow. Jesus tells us right here, all authority has been given to him. He says, now go. He didn't say just go to church. He didn't say just do the prayer at Thanksgiving for our families like we should do. He didn't say just be kind and courteous to people, not reacting the ways that you want to do. And all of the other good things that a disciple of Jesus Christ should be. Jesus also said to go and make disciples, not just churchgoers, 
but disciples. He said to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them all that he has commanded. He says, I will be with you until the end of the age. True disciples make disciples. Hey, true disciples make disciples. I'm glad that you pray. I'm glad that you fast. I'm happy you go to church. I'm happy you give your tithe and offering. I'm happy you do good to people. I'm happy you feed the homeless. I'm happy that you're kind. I'm happy that you love people who don't love you. I am so happy. But a true disciple makes disciples. I can't get off the message no matter how much I ask God and he tries. I, 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 I say, do you want me to do preaching? No, I want you to stay right here, Daniel. A true disciple makes disciples. And what I want to encourage you to do this morning, this Saturday, I believe it's the 14th of August in 2021. I believe that the body of Christ has been encouraged so many times it would make us dizzy. I believe that the church of the living God here on the earth has been encouraged to go and make disciples. All the while, we're still trying to stir ourselves up to get through another month. Something's wrong. Something is wrong. True disciples make disciples. And being a true disciple of Jesus Christ makes another disciple. Is that what we're living for today? Or are we just living to do our best to keep the Christian or the godly values in our life? Is that all that we can do? Is that all we can muster up within us to just try to, try to stay on the straight and narrow path? Or are we already disciples, believing in God's word, walking in God's word, and making disciples? Thank you for joining me. A true disciple makes disciples. Now, I know a lot of people don't want to hear this. A lot of people will stop playing the message. That's fine. Keep giving to the poor. Keep praying for the lost and never go. Keep praying for your friends and never tell them about Christ. And I'm not saying you're doing this, but I'm trying to tell you the heartbeat of God. The heartbeat of God is that not only that we believed in the perfect work of the cross, that Jesus, the Son of God, came down from heaven, was predestined by God. As the Lamb of God, he laid down his life, the Lamb that was slain, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He took our place, and in his body, he felt the wrath of God. We believe that work. We ask God to cleanse us of our sins by the blood of the Lamb. We repent. Now we believe we're saved. But will you follow? A true disciple is one who will learn and will follow. 
Will you follow Christ as you carry the cross? Because sometimes where we want to walk, it's not where Jesus is walking. A true follower will pick up his cross, deny himself, and give up his life for the one who gave his life for them. A true disciple now follows and makes disciples, not after himself, not after his church group, not after his youth group, not after his connect group, not after his group or audience, not after his people, but after Christ. And if you're a disciple of Christ, you would make disciples of Christ. If you look at Luke chapter 10, verses 1 through 20, now don't get afraid, I'm not going to read it all. (laughs) Jesus appointed them two by two into every city he was himself about to go. He sends his disciples out. And in verse 2 of Luke chapter 10, our precious Lord and Savior says, Pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send laborers into his harvest. (laughs) Why is Jesus saying for us to pray (laughs) to the Lord of the harvest to send laborers We are those laborers. And you, my friends, and my brothers and sisters, and those who would come to the knowledge of Christ, if you don't labor for the lost, you are not a true disciple of Christ. I want to help you. I want to help you who are watching and listening teach others. No matter how much forms of godliness we have, If we are not laborers laboring into God's harvest with compassion for the lost to see people saved, we are not true followers of God and we're not true followers of Jesus Christ. It is not going to be rainbow and sunshine when we go out and preach the kingdom of heaven to mankind. Some will receive it with gladness and with joy, the opportunity and the privilege to be saved, and some will reject you, revile you, hate you, and try to harm you. I don't want to live a comfortable, jacuzzi, hot tub kind of Christian walk with God. I don't want to live a a casual Christianity, a casual follower of Christ when it's convenient and 
and the weather's right and I feel like going today and I, I feel like reading today and it's not about how we feel because if Jesus did everything based on how he felt, me and you would still be separated from God today. But the cry of God is that we would deny our life, our existence, and let Him embody us, empower us. Yes, and I'm the same man who lifted my middle fingers to God when everything broke loose in my life. I walked away from God. I cursed God. I renounced God. And guess what? Nothing but destruction came upon me. Calamity. Stomach aches, drugs and alcohol, sleepless nights, tormented by demons, angry, so lost in the darkness, trying to obtain some pleasures of my own, hiding from my creator, all the while knowing better. So now I've been brought back from the dead and I will not allow a calm, casual Christianity all the while. This world is dying and believers are sleeping, tranquilized by Satan himself with casual sermons and motivational speaking and just enough so that I don't offend you so you keep coming and giving me your offering. I don't need your offering. What I need is disciples. What I want is for us to reach the lost. For us to live for the lost. Well, you're too much. That's fine. Go get in line with those that aren't enough. Jesus says, I send you out as lambs amongst wolves. Don't expect peaches and cream with a little bit of strawberry. Listen, we are going into a dying world that has been swayed and manipulated by Satan himself. Verse 16 of Luke chapter 10, he says, He who hears you will hear me, and he who rejects you will reject me. Don't take it personal. Plus, let me remind you, it's no longer you who live if you gave up your life, if you repented of your sin, if you accepted Jesus Christ, then guess what, my friends? It's no longer your life anymore. Just a reminder. Verse 17, the Bible of Luke chapter 10, the Bible says that the 70 returned with joy and said, Lord, even demons are subject to us in your name. And, and Jesus says, I saw Satan fall like lightning. I give you, behold, I give you all authority over all the power of the enemy. But nevertheless, do not rejoice in this. Rejoice that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. That should have propelled them. That should propel us. Wait, what's most important? Where is our joy come from? That we're saved. That God has our names in the Lamb's book of life written by the blood of Jesus. So that should compel us to save the more. Maybe. Maybe. 
This is why we're subject to spirits and demons. Maybe we're influenced by them and we're not influencing others. Maybe, maybe we don't have this joy in our life that I'm speaking about, that I'm able to live and express. Maybe we don't have this authority and power in our life. Maybe we're, it's because we're not making disciples. We're not going in the power and authority. We're not going and making disciples for Jesus Christ. He said that the 70 returned with joy, unspeakable. That even spirits and demons were subject to them in his name. Churchgoers aren't going to have this. Forms of godliness and believing in God are not going to have this. But if you go, if you make disciples, if you believe that you no longer are living, but he is living in you, then do what he has commanded. Powerful word on TGA, TGMA.2021. For leaders, there's two different kinds of leaders. One that has a suggesting voice. Why well, suggest that you do this? Or, or I command you to do this and lead you, not lording over you, but lead you for the benefit of you and God. Jesus commanded us to go. The body of Christ finally needs to blatantly come awake and arise. Not into their life, into a life that's full of Christ where you are dead to yourself and alive in Christ. Jesus said, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send out laborers into his harvest. Father, now... Right now in this moment, every word that has been spoken, every action that has been seen, we either receive you or we reject you. You said, anyone who hears me, hears you. Anybody who rejects me, rejects you. Father, we take heed to this word Here I am. I'm your laborer. I get it. My eyes are open. My heart is open. My spirit is open. I know what you want. It's time for me to stop hibernating. It's time for me to not just change up my routine. It's time for me to go. It's time for me to do. It's time for me to make disciples. Help me, Lord, make disciples for Christ Jesus, teaching them all that you have commanded them, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I thank you that you're with us until the very end of the age. I thank you for your power and your authority. May it reign over us now. 
Holy Spirit, we don't suggest. We don't compel you. You compel us. Holy Spirit, we don't own you. We desire that you own us. Spirit of God, we don't want to just make room for you in our life. Our life is yours. We don't want to just make a place for you in our existence, in our being, in our walk with God. Everywhere in our life is your place. Fill us with your power right now by the blood of the Lamb. Cleanse us and wash us of our sins, Father. Sanctify us and give us an anointing and a power and an authority that would go and make disciples. Not just believing for people to see our amazing life and say, how do you do it? But for us to do as you have commanded and go and make disciples. To be true believers. To be true followers. To be true learners that would also train and teach and develop. May that be what we live for. May our food be being about our Father's business. I worship you. Heavenly Father, we praise you. We receive the anointing. We receive now the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit upon our life now that would help us to walk away from every spirit of the world and everything in it mm, to lay down our life for the one that laid down his life for us empower us now holy spirit we believe you to do this change us like never before cause us to be about our father's business and to take ownership and responsibility to be the laborers that would go in to your harvest. Father, I speak peace and healing over every person listening and watching. I plead the blood of the Lamb over their lives, over their families, over their homes. Father, I thank you that you are our increase. I thank you that you are our protector. I thank you that you're our shield, our fortress, and our refuge, and whom we abide in. Lord God, supply not only our needs, but we thank you that no matter where we find ourselves, it is always an opportunity for you to show yourself mighty and show yourself strong. We speak confusion now to the enemy. Any storm, any influence, any spirit that is not of you, any path, any relationship that does not belong to you, we speak confusion now to the enemy that it might flee in seven different ways, never to return. We claim our life, our mind, our body, our soul, our spirit, our families, our homes for the kingdom of God, for Christ Jesus alone. Worthy and holy is the Lamb that was slain. May you be glorified. Father, stir us up like never before. Holy Spirit, you have all access, complete access to our 
minds, our hearts, and our bodies. Lead us in truth. Guide us, great helper, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, I pray that you receive this powerful message. I pray that you're stirred up. I pray that you're filled with joy. I pray, I believe that power has increased upon you. I believe right now that you are a leader. I believe that you are mighty in the things of God. I believe that this is a turning point for your life. I believe that you are no longer satisfied with the things of the world, the little places that we used to go, the people we used to be with. I believe now you're putting on Christ, the mind of Christ. You're being filled with the Spirit of God. He's compelling you to go. He's compelling you to reach the lost. He's compelling you not to wait for an opportunity, but to give the free gift of God, which is Jesus Christ, who knew no sin that became sin for us. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Let His name be lifted on high. The name of Jesus be lifted up. He said He would draw all men to Himself. In the name of Jesus, your neighborhood preacher loves you. I'm going to keep staying at it. I believe you're going to stay strong. I believe you're going to stay in the Word of God. I believe you're going to equip yourself with the Word. I believe you're going to stand fast and be steadfast in prayer. I believe that God is moving on your behalf. I believe that we serve a God that loves to show himself strong. I believe that God can do above and beyond what you think or imagine. Place it at his feet and walk away from it. Place it at the altar and walk away from it. Do as he commanded. Give up your life and watch him embody you. Give up your life and watch him empower you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Give up your life and watch Jesus embody you and empower you. The beer isn't going to satisfy you. The joint isn't going to satisfy you. The club isn't going to satisfy you. Hanging out's not going to satisfy you. A little reading of the newspaper, living a quiet life on a Sunday isn't going to satisfy you. Only feeling yourself with the word of God, being hungry and thirsty, seeking the kingdom of heaven first and all of its righteousness will only satisfy you. You were created to go. You were created to walk in power. You were created to be filled with the authority of Christ. You were created to bring people to the kingdom of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I bless all of you. Hallelujah. Let us make God great through our praise, through our worship, and through everything we do. Let us truly be disciples. Let's leave our old life behind. What do you have to lose but yourself? What do you have to lose but your carnality? What do you have to lose that God might demonstrate his power and signs and wonders and great authority in your life? Hallelujah. Be encouraged. Listen, we're opening up our home tomorrow, Sunday, 10 a.m. More details. You know how to get in touch with us. I pray that this message blessed you. I thank you all for staying with me. I commend you. Look at you. 
lasting this long in the word of God, just, just receiving the encouragement, receiving the word of God. Take care. Until next time, your neighborhood preacher always tells you, stay up, stay prayed up, because the devil is a liar. I'll see you next time. And I believe we're going to be talking about who we are in Christ, if he allows that. We'll see what the Lord would have me preach. Talk to you later. God bless you. Bye.